Blog Talk Radio. in the house. How y'all doing out there this wonderful Monday afternoon? <laughs> Hope everybody's having a great, great time. And we we ready, man. We are ready to do some things here for you. We have a lot to talk about. A lot has gone on since the last time we got together. And, uh, whoo, man, uh, hopefully we can get it all in. You know, we sometimes we don't get it all in, but we're going to try. We, we are definitely going to try. Uh, hey, we have a quote of the day for you. Um, if you read the description in um, in on the show, um, that's the quote of the day. And we got a song of the day for you. Yeah, of course we do. And then, of course, we have our little hot nuggets that I like to read. And um, I think a couple of these are, are pretty, pretty interesting, if I say so myself. So we're going to uh, do a little bit of that as well. And let's see. What else I need to tell you? Oh, yeah. How can you be a part of the show? Now, that's a good thing right there. It's simple. There's a few ways, and um, they are easy. They all are easy. And the only thing you have to do is call me. That's all you have to do. Just call me, 347-838-8622. Once again, that's 347-838-8622. Um, your rates will apply to you. So, you know, if you're on a plane where you got to watch your minutes, hey, that's on you. But I would love to hear from you. Also, um, you can log into our uh, log log into our chat room, and that's www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mister Talk. I don't know what's going on with me, boy. I tell you, once again, that's www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mister Talk. Okay. So those are all the ways you can participate on the show. Or you can actually shoot me an email. Let me not forget that. You can shoot me an email at ericletstalk at gmail.com. All right? So those are all the ways you can participate in the show. And I do look forward to hearing from each and every, every, every one of you. All right? So with all that grace being put out there, it's time for the song of the day, man. Are you ready? We're going to give you some grits today, boy. I tell you, my life be like, my life be like, uh, all right? So I'll see y'all in about four minutes. My life be like, uh, yeah. My life be like, yeah. 
the comfort in the zones, across the bones I get loose to. I'm out in this spontane, spinning in monsoon and grinning this high octane. This blows about why I came, rolling down the hills cause life's a hassle. It's circled by my folly like a boat around the castle, stay afloat. Catch the second wind, then is the air I breathe. Cheery eye, nose running, wipe the snout on my sleeve. I'm calling on the savior to be all that I need. Please forgive me, my behavior had me lost in life. man my life be like <laughs> all right i'm telling you man a little upbeat song to, to get you bobbing your head a little bit because it's monday we know we a lot of us walk around with the monday blues and we can't have that going on so huh, let's do let's do let's do all right i tell you man i tell you we have a lot a lot to talk about but first, let me say this. Welcome back to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. Yes, I am here today. 
I tell you, boy, I tell you, boy, it, y'all just don't know. Every time I get ready to do a show, something happens. I don't know what's going on, but we here today, and we're going to make it go, okay? <laughs> so if you want to jump in, all you can do is give me a call, 347-838-8622. You can log into our chat room at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. And you can also uh, email me at Eric Let's Talk. L-E-T-S at gmail.com. All right. So those are all the ways that you can get in contact with me and um, voice your opinion or what have you. And I'll be glad, glad to hear from you and answer you because that's what I do. <laughs> that's what I do. All right. So what are we going to talk about first? Y'all? We Like I say, there's a whole lot of stuff to talk about. And um, I don't know. I don't know. But we're going to talk about something here. Hey, check this out. Now, last week, our political leaders um, <laughs> made this big, big thing about they were going to have this health care plan done and ready for everybody and so forth and so on. And then the day it comes to put it to the House for a vote, they pull it off. They take it back. Now, that's and that that is a prime example of just how jacked up our political system is. I, you know, it, it, it's really crazy. It really is. Not only did the Democrats not back it, but there were some people in the Republican Party, uh, the Freedom Caucus or whatever they're calling themselves now, they didn't back it, and, and that is what happened. But the interesting thing about it was, the Democrats, the president blamed the Democrats, <laughs> you know, but you know what this is really, this is like kids, you know, for those who got more than one kid, you know how one kid did the same thing one time and the other kids say, well, when it's my time, I'm going to get you back. That's all it is. Passion, passing licks. You know, you didn't help us when we had the, the majority and, and President Obama was in office and y'all did everything to stop him, so we're going to turn around and return the favor. But these are the political leaders that many of you have voted in to office. And it's just ridiculous now. It really is. Um, for seven years, for seven years, the only thing we heard was repeal, repeal, repeal Obamacare, repeal Obamacare. So now they have the, the, they thought they had the people in place to get it done. Now, you want to know my opinion of the Affordable Care Act? It's not a perfect thing. It's not. Of course, I don't know anything that is perfect, especially when it comes to stuff like health care, Medicaid, Medicare, all that stuff. Now, I do believe if the Republicans would get with the Democrats and they work on the parts of the Affordable Care Act that is that is not stable or what were that, that really doesn't work, get together and fix the weak parts of, of the Affordable Care Act. Then you don't have to worry about drafting a whole new um, proposal. Now, Bernie Sanders, in a uh, weekend town hall in where he's from, Vermont, said he he has a proposal done. 
That's what he says. So, and he's supposed to present it sometime this week. So that'll be interesting to see how that goes as well. But honestly, I remember when the Affordable Care Act first came out, and I was all for it. I really was. And the reason why I was for it is because it helped those that had pre pre-existing um, diseases, and for those that just couldn't get it, they just couldn't get insurance. You know, I, I applauded that. I really did. Um, but, you know, yes, it, it, it is some weak parts of that. But the Republicans really were not trying to um, fix it to, for the people. That's not what they were doing. That is the last thing they were doing. What they were doing was trying to move, get that tax burden off the rich folk that, that you know, they're going to pay a whole lot of money in taxes. And, of course, it, it goes back to lining your pockets, their pockets. And it, it is that's what we deal with. That's what we deal with. Now, we say, well, let's limit the terms. Okay, what are we going to limit to? We're going to limit them to eight years or 12 years. I say if you limit them to at least 12 years, that gives them some time to work on something and get something done. I'm talking about the, the congressman now. No more than 12. No more than 12. And all those old jokers up there like McCain and um, Lindsey Graham and all them, it, it's time for them to go. It's time for them to go. There's no way this country will come, will get any better or would, or I'm going to say progress in the right direction with all these old heads up in Congress doing the same thing, not budging, and they just doing it. You know, and, and it's, it's just terrible. It really is. You know, one of Trump um, Well, Mitch Conkow already here. If that ever comes to the floor, it's dead on arrival. It's DOA. He said, because our term limits are elections. That's what the man said. And I, I understand that. I understand that. But in the same the same breath, you, you have to that Mitch McConnell understands their little card or whatever. Just look at the name there or no. Name they know. And that is why we can't get these old cronies up out of the, 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 the Congress. That's why we can't get them out. Not that they're doing a, a wonderful job, because we know that's not happening. I don't know. And, and you know, it, it's it's really... It's um, sad. It, it is. It's really sad that we just cannot get anything together. Nothing. Everybody get up and make this great speech, and we're here to work with each other. And, and let me go back. Remember Boehner, John Boehner? You know, the same thing actually happened to him. You know, a group of, of, of senators got together, and they were like, okay, he's not doing what he's supposed to do. He's too he's he's too friendly with the president. He's this and then that. And they got together, and they drove him out. They drove him out. And believe it or not, uh, uh, Paul Ryan, he's on the hot seat as well. 
because this them repealing and just removing uh, the Affordable Care Act was supposed to be their main mission once President Trump got in office. That was the main mission. That was the first thing they were supposed to do. Get rid of the Affordable Care Act, a.k.a. Obamacare. That's what they were supposed to do. That was the mission. There was supposed to be nothing else. There was supposed to be nothing to uh, um, distract or, or move them out of the way. Um, there was nothing that's supposed to hold up. They're getting, being removed. And bam, look what happened. And it wasn't from it wasn't any outside source. It was the inside the Republican Party. Hmm. And you wonder why this nation is so divided. I heard some of y'all talking about you need Jesus. Okay, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but do you understand what I'm saying? This is it's jacked up. Number one, they had seven years to come up with something. Seven years. And all of a sudden, they're going to try and do it in three months. I wouldn't have voted for it either. You know, now um, tax reform and the budget is coming up. That should be interesting as well. That should be interesting as well. You know, and when you, when you start thinking about that, you you think of um, like they always want to do. If we don't get our way, we're going to shut down the government. Yeah, shut down the government. But you're still getting paid. While everybody else federally is sitting on, sitting at home on furlough or whatever, waiting for you to, y'all to quit playing your little games. So what I'm saying is, call your representative and tell them there will be no stoppage. There will be no uh, stoppage. Y'all need to work it out. Y'all need to fix it. Yeah, that's what you need to do. Need to fix it. Um, you know, As I said before, I like the Affordable Care. I, I think it did a wonderful thing. Um, it helped a lot of lot of low income individuals become insured. It was a good thing. It was a good thing. Now, is it perfect? No, it's not perfect. Nowhere near being perfect. Nowhere near being perfect. But. If there are parts of that thing that can be fixed without removing it, um, why not do that? Why not do that? that is, that's an easier fix than trying to draft a whole new health care plan. And you know what's interesting? They tried 60 times, over 60 times in seven years to get rid of um, the Affordable Care Act. They times. Then they got right here, and they're on the footsteps, and we're going to do it. And bam, they got hit upside the head. Nope, 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 it's not happening. It's not happening. So now they're all them scurrying with the tails between the legs, and they're trying to blame someone and find out, you know, how can we get something done? Number one, the issue is you're trying to replace a whole, 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 um, um, 
the whole healthcare thing, you're trying to replace that. And in the meantime, you you are putting people in limbo as far to, as far as getting care. This is a, a prime example of showing how the politicians don't really care what uh, you think. They can care less because let's look at it this way. See, when the Affordable Care came out, it also um, kind of limited the, the pharmaceutical companies as well. It, it limited them. Now, you have President Trump in office lifting all these reg- regulations, you know, and giving the pharmaceutical companies free reign once again. So that means the congressmen, <laughs> you see where it's going? The congressmen can, you know, be lobbied and what have you. Next thing you know, they voting for something for the pharmacy bill or as some of them do behind closed doors in the dark. So get in, in on, on the pharmaceutical company. Because they they understand there's a new drug coming out. See, and, and you have to look at all that. You you really do. Um, because it, it is just woo woo woo. That's what it is. It's crazy. But we need to fix it. I mean, there's some pieces that needs to be fixed, and there's some that needs to just stay as is, as is. Um. With this president in office, it's really going to be um, an interesting um, time because I, I do believe he learned a valuable lesson um, <laughs> last week regarding um, trying to get something passed at Congress. I think he learned a big lesson. He did. It wasn't just about um, it wasn't just about um, him for a change. You had his the um, what that mean uh, um, Bannon? That's the mean Bannon, his top advisor, threatening individuals. Had the president threatening? How, when it was the last time you heard the president threatening about him? It's just it's it's funny, but it's sad at the same time. Have these two individuals threatening these congressmen and things to pass this bill? That's not the way it's supposed to work at all. But that's what you get when you put a businessman in office. Now I know it's early, still early in the in the presidency, and um, you know he's still working things out or what have you. But I do believe that there's going to be some more moments. Um, some more moments that that is really going to shock the American public. I really do think so. Now, of course, you have the vice president, Pence, and, you know, you don't hear much about him. You don't hear much about Pence. But you can be assured, I think he's beginning to become more involved in, um, in running the country as well. Oh, by the way, not only did he hire um, Conway's, what's that little ugly girl name, Kellyanne Conway's husband, but now he done put his son-in-law in charge of a, a department. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy.
I mean, it, it is crazy. You hear me? It's crazy. Trump taps Kushner to lead a SWAT team to fix government with business ideas. There it is right there. They're going to fix the government with business ideas. Now, um, business ideas, you know what business ideas really are? Huh? Layoffs, downsizing. And that's what that's what this presidency is going to be about. Downsizing um, the government, getting rid of things they feel is not, you know, is, is, is not worthy or worth being there. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Telling you, if you if you're a federal um, employee, you better watch out. They're coming for you. They're coming for you. Have you noticed how there's not many of um, a lot of seat uh, building uh, top spots are not um, haven't been appointed yet? There's a reason for that. They're not going to be. Um, they're not going to be um, fit fulfilled. They're not going to be filled. They're not. They are. This administration is really trying to cut down on everything they can, while at the same time pushing everything toward the military. Now I'm a veteran, so I really can't can't complain too much about sending a lot of money to the military. However. However, if it's going to harm other um, programs and things, then I think maybe we need to reassess that. We really do. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, moving right along. So, anyway, the, the, the bottom line is President Trump and his administration learned a very valuable lesson last week um, re- regarding health care. And I think that's a lesson that he didn't really want to have, but he got taught. He, they taught him a lesson, y'all. So we're going to see how, how it goes from there. <laughs> oh, I tell you. Isn't this fun? <laughs> just sit back and wait. That's all you do. Just sit back and wait. That's all you got to do. That's all you have to do. And you have all kind of tweaks coming out. Did somebody, wasn't somebody supposed to take his, um, um, take his his Twitter account of, away from him. And what happened to his wife? Where is she at? Isn't she supposed to be working on something as far as bullying through um, social media and stuff like that? Where is she? Shouldn't she be talking to to Donald? Huh? <laughs> Shouldn't she be talking to Donald? <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy. I think she should. Hey, he the first people, the first person to uh, do it. Um, there's more stuff I want to talk about here. Uh, in New Jersey, in New Jersey, uh, fifth grade, fifth grade in New Jersey, <laughs> there was a substitute teacher that came in, and uh, she decided to have the fifth grade students. <laughs> Hold an auction, a slave au- au- a slave auction. Yes, y'all, she did that. And right now, the school, the parents and things are totally upset. Mad. You hear me? Mad. 
P.O.'d <laughs> about it. Now, I mean, this was to the extent <laughs> they had posters made. Okay, they had posters made. Um, one listed a it said twelve year old girl for sale who is described as a fine house girl. Another poster said only cash payment is accepted for slaves. <laughs> um, of course, the parents were upset, you know, that these fifth graders were were doing that. Um, as I said, it was a substitute teacher which used creative license while presenting a project on the triangular slave trade per a letter that was sent home to, okay, to the parents. Um, <laughs> the letter also stated that stated the young students are learning about colonization in the U.S. There was a sale of a black child by white children in the classroom. <laughs> um, this guy Jarman Woods said, "If you're demoralized, if you're sold on a block in 2017 in a fifth grade class, it may affect you for the rest of your life." Um, another letter from the school to parents said it was concerned to see students take it so lightly, take it so lightly, <laughs> to treat the subject of slavery like so lightly. The jovial nature of the video <laughs> of the video suggests that either there is a lack of understanding about the true barbarity of the slave auction or a lack of awareness of how treating this topic comically is offensive. Now, I'm asking you out there, what what are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts? Because I'm going to give you mine. You know, there's there there's those out there that preach, 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 yell, yell, march, complain that they're not getting taught certain things in school, okay? They're not getting taught certain things in school. Let's be honest. Whether we want to admit it or not, slavery is a part of history, American history. It is. There's no way you get can get around it. It is a part of American history. Um, fifth graders, you have fifth graders. Now you're talking about a fifth grader. Fifth graders don't uh, kids these days. They have really no no sense uh, of what slavery was, how brutal it was. I mean, and you can't, even though this teacher here tried to show them what it was like, um, auction and things of that nature, they still would not understand the brutality of it because uh, they really can't portray what really went on. Now, a lot of us, the grown-ups, adults, we we on the same we on the same level as those kids. We can't really fathom the 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 brutality and the treatment those slaves held uh, uh, went through. Unless you have you had some old old relatives, and they sit down and talk to you about it. Now let's be honest in the black community that's. Uh, because we know there are certain things that our elders take to the grave with them. You can ask them all you want to, but they're not going to tell you. 
And that is a cycle that we need to change. We do. We need to change that. But back to what I was saying, this this school. So, you know, children today, they're, they're not about, they're not about that stuff anymore. They're not. Um, they live live in a world that's purely electronic to them. They do. Now, was the teacher wrong for trying to do it? No, I don't think she was wrong. I really don't. However, <laughs> maybe she should have got some permission slips or something. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't see anything wrong with this. I don't. Is fifth grade well? Let me ask you this question. Is fifth grade too early to start teaching stuff like this? Is it? I say it's not. I really don't. I, I say it's not. And the reason why I say, because, see, you got you got some of them fifth graders and stuff out there. They can name you every song on, on the radio. Um, they can take, take your phone and show you some new stuff that your phone won't do. So it's not like they are... Um, were sheltered like a lot of us were. And yes, a lot of us were sheltered, even in the fifth grade. Because certain things your parents did not talk to you about, (laughs) talk about around you. So yeah, we was a little sheltered. We is. But I think today, today's kids, this this is not a bad idea. It's not. Now to have a uh, have them up there um, selling each other that that was interesting. That was really interesting. And I actually would like to talk to one of them, them um, students and see what they really felt, how they felt about it. You know, sometimes parents, we as parents, we we get too we get too involved in some things. You know, um, instead of jumping on teach, I would I would ask my my child. So what did you learn? Huh? What did you learn about it? See, that's the opening right there. That's the opening to to teach, you know, pass knowledge on. But we must remember, we are now in a politically correct world where certain things you just can't say, you can't do. You can't do it. I see nothing wrong with it. I don't. I, I really do not see anything wrong with it. You know, and they got to my demoralizing. How's it demoralizing? It's demoralizing to who? The fifth grader? Come on. Because let's be honest. Once they went outside that door, they forgot all about that other stuff. So it's not really demoralizing to anything. As parents, sometimes we have to stay out of the way, y'all. We we really do. Sometimes we need to get the heck out the way because we make an issue larger than what it actually is. We do. I mean, it is what it is, right? <laughs> but I do not think that was a bad thing. I really don't. Hmm. And this last little nugget I got for you. <laughs> oh, man. I hope y'all writing down some of this stuff, man, because I, I got a whole lot going on here. Um, 
the Obama administration. Um, the Deputy Attorney General Sally Yates, okay, um, ordered that private prisons be phased out in favor of government-run facilities. That's what she did last year. However, new Attorney General Jeff Sessions has reversed that, and he says we need more private prisons. That's what he said. We need more. He said um, private prisons because of impaired the Bureau's ability to meet the future needs of the correctional system. The, <laughs> the future needs of the correctional system. That's what this man said. Okay. This even though, even though the Justice Department has noted the federal inmate population is falling, pointing to the 14% drop since 2013. Okay which would be great a great reason to nix construction of planned government-run prisons and save more than $1 billion in the process. So why build a private prison, y'all? Huh? Are they expecting a, 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 a rash of crimes or what have you? Now, let's, let's not get this twisted. We know private, when you build a private prison, in that contract, there's a quota that you guarantee that amount of beds will be filled at any given time. Are you listening out there? Are you listening? Um, so, this is crazy. What do they need them for? Um, he went on to say... Um, as I said, um, expecting to increase the inmate population and rely on the private prisons to help fill the beds. Uh, Justice Department leaders feel they still need private prisons because the facilities will give the Bureau of Prisons more flexibility in the future if they need bed, bed space. This is not something that's just um, um, on a need, need basis. I, I still don't say that. <laughs> and let's remember in Arizona. Remember Arizona contract uh, um, one of those contractors threatened to sue the state of Arizona. Yeah, and why? Because they didn't keep the amount of beds that was promised. Yeah, that was required in that contract. And here's another interesting part. There's two groups: Geo Group and Core Civic. These groups have have donated. Oh man. $250,000 each to support Trump's inaugural festivities. And GO, GO gave $275,000 um, separately to the pro-Trump super PAC, Rebuilding America Now. So, once again, you can see that money is doing some talking here. That's why you're going to get those, those, those um, private prisons. And you can believe me, they have a plan for putting a whole lot of people in those prisons. Yeah, let's let's be honest. If there's a quota that has to be met, there's going to be somebody got, boy, I tell you. Because once they stop looking for the, the, the um, what they call them, the illegals, the aliens, the immigrants, they come and they got, they, man, I tell you, they're coming. Yeah, they're coming. We we look at it and we laugh, but yeah, they're coming. <laughs> oh, they are coming. Hey, I'm I'm gonna cut it off right there for right now. I think I gave y'all enough. Um, 
because I have a whole lot of nuggets to talk about. I really do. The 9-11 lawsuits against Saudi Arabia. You know, I have to talk about this one. Now, President Obama really did try to stop this from happening because he saw something that I, I saw as well. You know, okay, you're going to open up the gate so uh, these families can sue the government of Saudi Arabia for the death of their their um the death of their their family members and things of that nature. Now don't you think that's gonna be reversed and, and some of those folk gonna come in and start suing the United States? Oh yeah. Because we we did a whole lot of bombing too. <laughs> we done did a whole lot of bombing. You know, and, and when this was passed, I, I read y'all what Saudi Arabia's response was. I'm trying to find it now. Um, where they said, basically said, wait a minute, 9-11. 9-11 was an inside job. Of course, we know this already. But, you know, for those that don't know, you know, it was an inside job. <laughs> and... Uh, Let's see. Um, yes, here it is, right here. You know, and, and people understand. You know, we're not. This country is not exempt from being sued, especially if you're going to open up the doors and have our citizens sue somebody else. Um, da, 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 da. They, because Saudi Arabia said 9/11 was just done. <laughs> it, it it created the enemy that the American public needed for for them to declare war. Yeah. I have to read it and find it again. That's that wasn't it. But that, that you know that's that's just crazy, man. What were what were the senators thinking of them? Did they think um, that um, that's going to keep people that are going to look at it and say, well? You know, we're not going to sue America. You know, it's America. They're okay. They, we let them people sue us. Now, I doubt if you ever go to court or what have you, but just the, the, the process and the thought of it. You know, um, sometimes you throw that rock and that rock comes back bigger than, than what you threw. But we'll see. We'll see how this goes. I don't have to keep track of this tri- uh, of these suits. Um because you know you got different people um, suing, and for different things. So we're gonna see how this works. Uh, you know, I don't know how they're gonna bring the whole country of Saudi Arabia. You know, I, I know they got they have lawyers and things, but where the trial gonna be held at? You wonder where the trial gonna be held at? Hmm. I don't know, but we'll see. We'll see. But anyway, enough of me jabber jogging. Let me bring um, this call in. <laughs> this should be very interesting. All right, Pianki, what's going on, man? How you doing? Okay, as soon as I get him on here. Pretty good. How you doing, man? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for asking. You know, you mentioned about those uh, prison. I gave you a link on who owns, or should I say who invests in private prisons. You'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I wouldn't either. <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't. 
Yeah, a lot of your mutual funds, your pension funds, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know if universities invest in them or not, but uh, they're on the market. They're free and square. Thurgood Marshall's uh, boy, he is in, has shares in uh, CCA, Chicago. I'm sorry, Corrections mm-hmm. Center of America, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. Right. And... Uh, you know, the way uh, these illegals have been self-deporting themselves, that 11 million mark that uh, people was being skeptical and making jokes of may come about after all. <laughs> I was reading one article where in, Phil- in, in uh, Philadelphia that the annual Cinco de Mayo celebration is going to be canceled. <laughs> They're not expecting anybody attending. <laughs> well, you know what? If it's anything like it was down in Austin, Texas, where they were just stopping people on the street and asking, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put myself out there either. Now I'm not. I don't yeah, think well, they They should I, do that though. Uh, why? Why should uh, they do that, Eric? Because why? the people are illegally in the country. That's why. All of them are not in the country illegally. Well, then they don't have anything to worry about. If you're in the country, but you know what that that is that is the same. There's nothing wrong with that. That is the same as stop and frisk. You know, I think you walk around. Well, yeah, you're right. You you were right. All they're doing is asking you for identification. But now you mean I can walk down the street without without being stopped? Especially if Eric, I don't think you look like no. You don't look like no illegal. <laughs> I think you're jealous because they not. I, I think you're getting jealous because they're not interviewing you. Ain't that right? You want the attention too, don't you? I could care less about any attention. Yeah, you want them to stop you over, uh, start asking you questions, and uh, y'all start no. joking about the football, the, the final football, and all that kind of stuff. No, 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 don't need all that, Pianki. You may like that, but no, I no, I don't like that. Okay, I don't need that. But I'm, but I'm sorry, man. It's a, the rules is the rules, and all other countries play by those same rules. Yeah. And you Do know, <clears throat> yeah, and you know another thing too. You may mention about Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. It's funny that uh, Obama is taking that stand with them, but during his campaigning back in leading up to 2008 he had made promises to <clears throat> a lot of groups well I ain't going to say a lot of groups I know he made promises to the Armenians and you know you have an Armenian population here in America you got a whole lot of different populations here in America if you really want to get down to it True. and see they're interested in the grievances that they have against Turkey they go back to the Ottoman Empire days. Right, right. And the Ottomans, I mean, the, the Armenians got beat up pretty bad. And some <laughs> what they consider some notorious things happened to them. They wanted to file genocide claims against Turkey, even uh-huh. though the legal definition and application of the term genocide did not exist until 1948 
1947. And Obama promised to support them on that. Then once he was elected, he reneged on it. <laughs> and it was probably because the U.S. used Turkey air bases for its air force operations in that area, especially with, you know, the things that they're doing in Syria, dropping bombs on well, innocent people. Well, you, you know what? That that was that 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 airfield thing was. Um, it was interesting because at one point Turkey would wouldn't wouldn't allow them to land at all. Turkey was like, nope, you can't use our our landing strip, none at all. Um, you know, when Turkey had that that attempted coup, coup um, earlier this year, I mean last year, late in the middle of last mm-hmm. year, um, there's that that cleric that's here in the United States that they wanted yeah. um, mm-hmm. sent back, and, and that kind of got got put in the um, Trump, uh, wash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. President uh, Erdogan. Yeah. So what's the guy's name? I just looked at it. Um so, you know, with Turkey the 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 um the relationship is really um sensitive right now, put it that way. <laughs> um because you yeah, the cleric Fathala Gulen. Yeah, that's his name. F E T H U L L A H G U L E N. Yeah. You know, and and that's another thing when Flynn's name came up, because he supposedly was participating in the discussion with the Turkish officials about trying to get remove that guy from the United States and send him over to Turkey so he could be um, tried, because they believe this guy right here is the one that was behind the coup in Turkey. Um, yeah, the Gulen was the the, the head, head man behind the coup that didn't happen. I mean, that was unsuccessful anyway, but. You know, the relationship well, with Turkey know, is... Huh? Go ahead. A lot of this stuff goes on, Eric, because you had some some Gambians, you know, from the country, West Africa country, Gambia, when uh, their last president, Jamey, was in office. They sent guns from the United States in barrels mm-hmm. and radios and was going to try to overthrow him. Now, yeah. there ain't nowhere in the world you can't tell me that they didn't know, that the authorities didn't know that this stuff was going on, which it <laughs> did fail. It did fail, but that's another thing. You have things going on that's totally wrong, and you mm-hmm. never hear anything about it. Of course not. Of course not. You know, and going back to the, to Saudi Arabia, the people suing Saudi Arabia, that's my point exactly. You know, the United States has done some horrible things to folk. <laughs> I mean, some terrible things. And going into countries and destroying countries, you know, for for what? Democracy? And so, you, and you know why come didn't want to... Huh? You know why come didn't want to sue Saudi Arabia? Because look what Saudi Arabia is doing to Yemen. And the other thing, they want to be the control of that area. Iran want to be the control of that area. Israel want to be the control of that area. Make that area their uh, Monroe Doctrine, like we have here. So, uh, I tell you what, if Iran ever had the opportunity, well, they would go into Saudi Arabia and cut all them beards off them idiots. <laughs> Why they got to be idiots? Because they grow a beard. And unwrap their heads. <laughs> Oh Lord! 
Okay, well, I'm not going there with you on that one. But, you know, Iran is, is an interesting um, piece of work, too. Um, I don't know. Iran is kind of, uh, you know, I, I think they're, they're about a couple of steps above North Korea. I think their North Korea's leader is, is a little bit more crazier than Iran's. I really do. But um, let me see. We got somebody else with the hand up. So let me bring them in. Maybe they give us some insight. But um, Iran is a very touchy subject as well. I don't think Iran, you know, because when we were in um, Kuwait and Iraq, you know, um, one of our missions, we were right basically across the border from Iran. So, I mean, it'd be it'd be interesting, um, um, a very interesting deal if we did have to go up in there. Um, but I, I don't think we that's somewhere we don't want to go. I really don't. But let me bring the other call in. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hello, Mr. Talk. Well, hello, Maze. How are you? I'm just fine. That's wonderful. What you got for now, me today? I, oh, my opinion on these weird people, because I always worry about people with something on their head or something around their face and this and, and this and that. They just need to go in closets and hide and, and hide themselves. And uh, Hispanics or whoever they send them out of this country, so after they get all those people out of here, who do you think they're going to come and get next? And put in the private prison since so people be hollering private, private prison. <laughs> <laughs> they always you, keep on drinking Trump sodas. <laughs> uh, you done figured it out, huh? That's, that's yeah. exactly what's going to happen, you know? But you got these, a, these hens sitting on these roosters that haven't... Uh, well, you want to call them roosters or whatever, chickens coming home on the roof. Mm-hmm. Crying them on yeah. about something that ain't even got nothing to do with them. <laughs> and then Iran, ain't nobody going over there. What's going to happen is they ain't going to be able to lead this country because nobody's going to let them come into their country to do business. They're going to kick them all out. Then what they going to do? Well, It'll be Iran, a look, Iran has put some sanctions on some companies yeah. that uh, <laughs> deal with the United States, which I thought was just hilarious. I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're not going to be the only ones to do it. Yeah, you know, it's more like uh, kids playing tit for tat right now. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, with that idiot, I'm going to say that, with the president up in the office who really has no idea about what foreign policy is about, I think he's about to get a lesson just because he got one last week. He got a good lesson last week, but I think he's got a couple more coming, and he'll understand, um, you know, you just can't do this and run, run this place like a business. Go ahead. But what I was wondering is uh, they keep on talking about Obamacare. You had these nuts that put his name to it to make people hate it. But it's not a bill. Nowhere can you find it that says Obamacare. No. If you look the name for it, of, you can't find it. The name of it is the, the Affordable Care Act. Thank you. And all of these nuts keep running around here saying Obamacare. I wish somebody would stop them when you when it start coming out of their throat because there's no such thing. And then well, why they didn't have nuts. No, well, you have, replace it with. you have to understand there's a method behind the madness of calling mm-hmm. it Obamacare. Yes. yes. You know, and then you got when people hear Obamacare, the ones that, you know, um, are very dislike, dis, dislike um, President Obama, they, you know, they, they hate it. Um, but if you say the Affordable Care Act, they love it. And, and that's what the interesting part is. They don't know it's the same thing. One of the um, late night hosts did that when I'm you know, on the street. And ask people that same question, you know. And one guy say, he said, "Why you hell you like Obama, Obamacare?" Couldn't give a legitimate reason besides, "I don't like Obama." Like, really, really. Well, I want one. I would love. 
one lady, one lady was um asked, you know, do you like? No, I don't like Obamacare. But what about the Affordable Care Act? Yeah, I think it's a good idea because it's cheap. <laughs> you know, I'm looking like really, <laughs> you know, and, and you wonder why the politicians do what they do in this country. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's it's very sad. It really is. And then you have people to try to convince us to be like them. I'm not being like them. I'm not hating nobody. But with a turban on their head, with a burqa on their head, or whatever, like the Jews wear that little bit of head on the back of their head, or either the priest with the thing that he wear on his head, nobody complain about those things on their head. They always want to complain about what's on the Muslim's head. Okay. Well, <laughs> Maze, you have to understand the world we live in. You know, it is yeah, what it is. You have to understand is. the world we live in and not try to follow this world just because somebody got you out there screaming and hollering uh, or with their, uh, like Henny Penny said, the sky is falling, and then somebody else picking it up and saying the sky is falling. I don't even know nothing about the sky or what, what's falling <laughs> out of the sky. They want to repeat um, it and give it to you. Everybody don't mm. buy that. It's a piece of junk. Yeah, okay. And just You're right. Stop running around with it. It is a piece of junk, yeah. and you need to stop running around with it. And those that think that they can go push everybody out of this country and then go over to the countries where they don't push those people, that they can go in there freely, it ain't going to happen. They're going to be just like chaining them, not even allowed to get on the plane and go out of this country. They're just going to be here calling Herrick, Rick, uh, whatever they call to the people. Raze, <laughs> uh, I think you may have a, you may have me on to something right there. <laughs> now, you won't be safe to go somewhere else to visit. Because some people love to leave this country and go do things for other people. Some just still can't never seen seen the light. <laughs> okay, uh, Maze, let me ask you a question. I don't know how long you've been on been on the line, but let me ask you something. Did you hear my story about the fifth graders that were um, allowed to auction off some uh, the kids, the black kids, as a I lesson? Heard part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hear. Did you did you <laughs> what you think about that? I think it's the most silly thing it is. It is the dumb teacher that did it. Cause why didn't they auction off the opposite? Turn it around, auction them off. They wouldn't like. Well, no, it, it was supposed to be um, a, a An educational. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> let me tell you a story. Yeah. Talk. <laughs> when my uh, son was in sixth grade, they wanted to go into the medieval period, and they all had to wear these clothes. I said, "What are you supposed to do?" Cause back in those days. We didn't have no none of our people were there, so we supposed to dress like a slave and come to this. <laughs> Ended the whole thing. <laughs> well, Eric, I think that was a good exercise myself. I don't. It's think an exercise so. think it that, uh, Eric. I think that was a good exercise. I think it was exercise that was rehashing a historical event. So how about, better yet you, can you teach? You remember. You remember how better can you teach uh, children how to relive a historical event? You know, the, you remember the black teacher in Carolina that was teaching a history lesson, and they and he lost his job. Yeah. And yeah. did the person that did this with these little kids that they lose their job? He was teaching history too, but he was teaching it the no. right way because because no. they stepped on the flag. Where where did no. this experiment go on, Eric? The one that you in, mentioned in Carolina. Probably in no, Texas. not Carolina. No, this one was in New Jersey. Just, yeah, yeah, well, there's two different states. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally do two different states. Um, I Absolutely. Mean, it's just bunch, two different it, it was just a bunch of fifth graders, um, and they were learning about colonization in the U.S. Um, let's see what else. And the triangular slave trade. That's all. And it was under supervision. Yeah, that's of all. Yeah. I, I, I really don't think it, it was that bad, really. I really don't. 
you know. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people, it's the huh? reenactment of real history. It's like yeah. the lady did the black, brown, eyed, blue eyed theory thing. You remember that lady? What's her name? They get upset with her because she does that just to show how stupid they are. And it depends <laughs> on who's teaching the history anyway. Some people don't yeah. need to be teaching history. Black ones or white ones. Because they messed you up know, themselves out of history. I think, I think, um, it, you know, it's one of those things. Probably one parent or maybe two parents um, complain, and that set off the whole, you know, whole storm of the political correctness. But I really don't didn't see anything wrong with it. You know, mm-hmm. you, those there are those that's been crying for them to start teaching, you know, teaching it. So why not? <laughs> you know, I mean, fifth grade is not not that uh, bad start for it, I guess. You know, I mean. You know, fifth grade is just like, like the before. black and white baby doll test, Eric. Oh, wow. That's stupid, too. I remember that. Huh? That the kids good. choose on what they see. If they listen no, the to kids, some, the kids, they if they listen they to some they radio programs, they you can see where they, they get their persuasions. They choose right, they choose the white doll over the black doll. They choose what they feel. Because <laughs> they were sending ugly yeah. black dolls, that's all they got. If they were sending both of them, they would have got the choice to choose. And sometimes they didn't even sell black doors. They only sold white doors, and that's all they had in their house, depending on what age you were. Eric, they just done this. They just so done this experiment again. A, late, a girl and a woman in Chicago done it again just here about three years ago. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that. absolutely. Yeah. Hold on, I got somebody else. What the heck? Um, coming in. All right. Um, welcome to the show, Sister Ngoni. How you doing today? Sister Angoni, are you Can there? Can you hear me? I have myself on yeah. mute. Pardon me. How are you today? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm great. Hello. And how are your other guests? Hello, Sister Angoni. Hi there. Hi, Pianchi. Hello, Sister Angoni. How are you doing? I'm great. Nice to hear you I all. I have to admit something. I have to admit something to you. Yes, sir. If, you know, you used to talk about uh, these kids getting snatched up and probably being... The organs of being confiscated. There was one case that I knew. I kind of, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of started to go along with your view, especially here in the St. Louis area. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of young kids that's coming up missing. They're missing all over the time. And one here, I know his grandmother, and his name is uh, Christian Ferguson. He's been missing since at least 1990. How old is he? 1998. How old was he? He was young then. He was mm-hmm. young then. And they, what happened, they left him in a car. He came back, he was gone. And there's been other cases here. Matter of fact, I, you know, we have a route here uh, that uh, comes off of Highway 7, if you can visualize how Gaffelli goes down, changes his name to Riverview. Goes around the circle to Hall's Ferry, Hall's Ferry down to uh, Adelaide, Adelaide across the Highway 70 going east out of the state. And one time I seen, you know, I have always been observing cars speeding through there, you know, like they're being chased and having a license plate on. I thought it was just a stolen car route. Then I seen one day a car. Uh, speeding through there and had a kid in the front seat. And I said to myself, well, you know, that can't be some parent trying to rush their kid to school because of the direction they're going. There is no schools. 
So the, the first thing that came to my mind, I bet it is on kidnap the child. Well, you know, I'm, I haven't really been researching that topic, and I, I wanted to speak on something else. But since you brought the topic up, I, I did notice recently that there was uh, some talk about some children. I think it's eight girls missing out of the D.C. area, and I heard that there was one other case of a boy. I believe it was a boy found with their uh, organs missing recently. That other case that you brought up was uh, some years back that was found in the school. So it's unsettling to me that these kind of things are happening in this day and age. I don't really know that, you know, the well, every, well, most people know that, well, it's been said, I'll rephrase that. It's been said that mm-hmm. Israel has a lot to do with organ harvesting, but I don't know. But anyway, I wanted to uh, And what I want to say real quick me, before, you, before, you get, okay, real quick before you get off of that, there's been some, there's been case where they found some headless bodies. One of one young black girl, they found her body in uh, in a vacant building. Another up in Kansas City on a vacant lot, and another black woman was beheaded in a cleaners. When was this? St. Louis, right across the river. How long the, ago was this? The girl that was found headless in the vacant building. It's been some years ago. Matter of fact, you can oh. Google that. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh, okay. it was one time as a rash of those things going on where they was cutting people's heads off. Well, there was a rash of that supposedly went... going on in Mexico with the drug wars going on, but I hadn't heard anything about it here in the United States. But, you know, well, there's a lot of propaganda and a lot of misinformation put out there. So, you know, who these days is hard to know unless you take the time to really dig down well, deep girl, to find out what's I real and what's not real. I know that they have them for real. And the girl well, that, that, was, that was found, and they also the girl that was found in the building, every now and then they assume her body because they come up with a head and they're trying to match the head to her body. Eric, so, uh, anyway. I want to ask you about your your um, story about the elementary school children. I got in late, mm-hmm. and so I don't know the details of the story. Um, okay. But I, it occurred to me while I was listening to you talk about it, um, and I'm kind of like ambivalent about it um, because I remember the story of Obinga that they they put in a cage uh, back. I think it was back in the thirties or the forties. I'm not sure of the date. Uh, And then in more recent times, in more recent times, there was a case where they were illustrating some history about Thanksgiving and they put uh, a little black boy in a cage. I do remember reading that article And what came to mind when you were speaking about this illustration of history is, well, okay, maybe that is a good way to demonstrate history for children in elementary school. But why is it that they don't ever demonstrate or, you know, demonstrate the Europeans who came over here prior to the triangle of slave trade that were let out of prisons in England and came over here uh, and to work off their debt to society? There was horse thieves and prostitutes and so forth. How come they don't demonstrate that? How come it's always just the black slavery that they demonstrate? Why don't they, you know, you, you see my point? I'm complete. I see your point. I see your point. Well, they've done that for Black History Month, I think, wasn't it, Eric? Well, it didn't say nothing about Black History Month. <laughs> yeah, I think that was done month. for Black History Month. No. But, that's but anyway, they did what for Black History Month? They did what for Black History Month, Pianchi? I think they put on that demonstration, but that's a good question that you just brought up about no, reenactment about of selling. The reenactment the of selling. 
what Eric had described. Oh, okay. I, I, well, I wasn't clear on what you were speaking about, whether you were talking about the uh, part of the, you know, see, what they did was they kind of uh, fluffed it up for the, they made them pilgrims and, you know, uh, and so forth and so on, but they never talked too much about the uh, the actuality of how the first uh, Europeans came over here to work off their debt to society. But that's, that's a good question I, you raise, and what well, I think that should happen. Parents in those districts should bring that up, don't you? Well, I, I, I couldn't hear because there was two people talking at the same time. Okay, I was I was about to say that um I think I don't think they even know anything about that, Sister Ngoni. You know, that was I my think, point. Yeah, well, well, I don't teach them nothing about it either. If they learn, maybe they will uh, stop trying to do all this crazy stuff they our grandfathers did. And what you said, Ngoni, I think that that's a good. Maybe parents in the district ought to bring it up where they can have plays on the era that you was talking about. It was just a question that came in my mind. I think that uh, history is very important, and I think it would help, uh, you know, for the children to know truth. And But we know that history has been rewritten and, uh, mm. you know, Kind of, I, I hate to use the word whitewashed, but basically, you know, Europeanized. That's a better way to express it. It's Eurocentric, Ooh. and yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was with, I worked for the school district where they put on a play in the mini theater at Normandy High School, sort of like what you just got through describing, and tied it in with reparations. So Very parents have the right to parents have the right to go to their school district and make suggestions and actually. Uh, make that come about, what you just got through mentioning. Yeah, I'm sure they do. What I think should happen is that when they're going to do stuff like that, they should uh, let the parents know and let if they want their children to participate in junk like that. And I guarantee you it won't happen. That's what should happen with the school system. Everything besides the PTA meeting. PTA meeting. <laughs> yeah, that's all they have. <laughs> the I've heard that word in a long time. Money. Yeah. And um, about all they do now, <laughs> but it will stop a lot of it because the parents don't know until after the fact. Well, that's a good point. You know, in the context of what you were sharing earlier, Mays, about the attitudes of people from different cultures, you know, wearing burkas or or other kinds of cultural um, uh, garments. Um, you know, I'm, I'm that's what kind of helped me think about this issue because you know there's this theme that if anybody comes to America. Uh, they want everyone to assimilate into a European culture, but they mm-hmm. claim they're trying to be diverse and have cultural diversity teaching in schools and so forth, but it doesn't seem to pan out that way overall when you really take a look at what's going on in, you know, the actions of the mm-hmm. society in general. You know, yeah. it, the, the effort is to, to make people to remember slavery, but I think that's to keep people in a victim state uh, and, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, I think that's done for a reason of uh, suppressing people, you know, instead of inclusive uh, teaching of history of many different diverse cultures, it seems to be an emphasis on a certain portion of history uh, that's meant, I think, to keep people in a mental state of victimology. That's what I think. Anyway, I'm okay. Um, yeah, it's like they never did anything. Is it like I say, when you see some peanut butter, the man that kept them from starving family should be rich, not Peter Pan. That's right. 
grouping of businesses even during from the 1600s through 1865. But you have to already consider what this. What happened too. to them? Blacks that's here in the United States are a created creature. They, you had you had Africans from many different ethnic groups, many different groupings, many different tribes that was brought here, and they end up intermingling, breeding, even breeding with whites, and you have what you have. That don't even go on on the continent today. And it comes they don't have distinctive distinctive grouping. But the point I was trying to make, well, let the me point finish, I was if trying you to let make. Let me finish. Well, you, you have know, distinctive grouping yeah, in, really on the funny, continent Bianchi. of Africa today. <laughs> that's really <laughs> hilarious. The point <laughs> I was trying to make was that there are immigrants that come here from other countries that get uh, benefits Those? that are like denied to black people collectively. Is the point I'm trying to say as far as being uh, able to have businesses. I mean, look, look at the example of the move people. They get bombed from the air. Or you know uh, Greenwood Archer and Pine, those kind of examples. Well, wait, what I was you said the move people. The move people were some black blacks in Philadelphia. They wasn't no distinctive ethnic group. Might have been part of an organization. The point I was making was that they are being disallowed to advance like other groups that come here not from this country, Pianchi. I wasn't making a distinction between Africans and so forth. And besides that, if you're going to get into all of that discussion, we were the majority here before Europeans came here anyway. Okay? Well, what's what's stopping blacks, uh, as you're saying, from opening up gas stations, having uh, hotels and, and because things like that? Get- Even though they do have these things... They do have these things. How you say, How do you give account for the ones that do go that route compared to the ones that don't? I mean, it's not that somebody is physically stopping you. Yes, they are. I disagree, but that's uh, fine. Mm-hmm. We can agree to disagree. It's okay. We don't have to argue this. about it. You can't, you, can't have, you can't have license for this. You can't have license for that. You got to get license. But this one over around the corner can get license, but you can't get license for your own neighborhood. Then you get redlined in certain and areas. you got to get my yes. Well, if you, you get redlined like in certain areas, how is it that you, you have other groups that go in those areas and start opening mm-hmm. up start-up businesses? That's the point exactly. They get a lift up. They, get they put their money together and just get. do it. You when can, people from other can, countries get furniture allowances, they get all kind of different stipends and things like that that aren't given to people from this country. That is a fact. Well, who's giving them to that? You, you got these organizations that's doing that? Okay, you know what? Mr. Talk, it's nice talking to you. I can't handle it. You always come in and start something and run. Tell me, tell us where this stuff is. I've sat in, I've sat in Somali groupings where they raised thirty-five thousand dollars, Mister Talk, in less than thirty-five in less than thirty minutes. They did it in order to carry out a project. Somalis have their culture intact. Yeah. Well, blacks have theirs too. Is you it's American culture. Really, and what is that? Okay. Um, <laughs> drinking Trump oh, soda. Always oh, <laughs> mysterious, <laughs> mysterious things going on. Yeah, American culture. American culture, huh? That's what it is. If you're a black business, if you're a black business, <laughs> they got support systems for black businesses too. I can name a whole bunch of them. Not uh, a bunch, but I can name a few them. of them. We don't need you to. No. Oh wait a minute! You changed that from I can't I can can't name a bunch I can name a few of them right? <laughs> because I'm not in the business today. When I was in business, that was 
That was organizations that was out there. Yeah. One very good one called the Minority yeah. Business Council. Yeah, we know it was minority business that ran by a white man and a black man were doing for them. And when the if I <laughs> whenever I done business for companies that was a member of the, the council, we whether it was, was. Anheuser Bush or St. Louis Public Schools, yeah, they right. had <laughs> programs there that was working very very well. So that other stuff I don't understand. Yeah, the minority owned business. Yeah, right. We we understand well, that one real okay. well. <laughs> All right, so you you were the exception to the rule, then, Pianki. No, I was not the exception to because the rule. Business, most people, business people, pass their business, business across the country uh-huh. that use the council. Uh-huh. Yeah. I bet uh, A.G. Russell, Russell in, in down in uh, Atlanta, I, I would imagine that they're a member of the council. Moody in Atlanta is a member That's of the council. Good. Good. Moody and Russell mm-hmm. built a stadium in Atlanta like I built one here in St. Louis, so uh-huh. they yeah. doing very well. I saw I'm trying to find it with your name on it. Ain't you seen it yet? When you build something, somebody can point to it besides the person that did it. Hello? Say that again, man. So what's next, Mr. Talk? If you building something... Somebody else can point to that bridge you build besides you. And if don't nobody else know nothing about it, suspect. Mm. Okay. Well, I tell you, you know, what, I, I, go on the TRS website. There's a proof there that I built them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And why are you worrying about mm-hmm. what I do? What have you done? Hey, 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 Nothing? hey. Not a thing but live. Live life and live it. <laughs> <laughs> Go back here and talk about the Eric had a good lady. program. Here you done with that crazy. Yes, until you came on. As I said before, I want to go back to those missing young ladies in um, D.C. You know, the 14 I black girls. I think they found one, didn't they? Um, it, it said something about it, but I don't know if she was one of them. But, yeah. It's, it, it, you know what? And, and thinking about that, I, I thought about that. They found Tom Brady jersey. You know what I mean? So all the way uh-huh. in Mexico. All the way in Mexico now. And you mean to tell me you can't find these you can't find these black young these fourteen young black lady young ladies? That's not right. You know, and uh, I I just wonder what what is the priority? Is Tom Brady football jersey more priority than these young yeah. girls? It seems that well, way. Who found the jersey? Who found the jersey? I don't know. Eric. I don't know who found the jersey. They tried to sell the jersey to somebody else. Well, you were trying to say that uh, the people found the jersey was associated with the people who have been looking for the girl, the authorities. No, he didn't say that. You're putting some confusing information out there. That's not what I said, Pianki. You said they found Tom Brady's jersey, right? He's confused. They found Tom Brady's jersey. Now you're trying to make it sound like the day that found Tom Brady's jersey is the authorities in Washington, D.C. I'm sorry, in D.C. that was supposed to be looking for these girls. And why would he have to try to make anything sound like anything? He's the host of his own show. Why don't you be quiet and listen to what he's saying? Then you know what he's saying. He can't comprehend. I'm listening to what he's saying. No, you ain't. Well, explain to us what you said then, Eric. What I said was, um, they found Tom Brady jersey. Okay, law enforcement found the jersey. Okay, and my point is, if they can find a jersey in what? When was this, in about three weeks? Why can't they find these young black girls? 
Now, yeah, I, but who I'm law enforcement was it? It doesn't matter, Pianki, really? doesn't matter. Yes, it law does. Law enforcement, period. No, it doesn't. Because you're missing well, the whole point. Well, domestic law enforcement you're don't go to Mexico. He's not comprehending, Mr. Cox, so you have to forgive him. No, you know what? I I I give him the blue button for a moment. Um. Anyway, you know I'm I'm talking. You know <laughs> I'm kind of but um, you know I'm I'm talking about law enforcement. Period. It don't matter who law enforcement. We have 14 um, young black girls missing in Washington D.C. And you want to sit up here and play word games? Really? Really, Pianki? And then they, uh, but anyway. the, the one that the what do you call the thing that they put out when when people miss missing kids missing people? Uh, um, it? Alert! Am alert. alert! Yeah. Now the teacher yeah, got this alert. girl. The teacher this teacher got this fourteen year old girl, and they ran away. Yeah. So they put an M alert out on her. Yeah. Well, you know that was a different persuasion though. <laughs> and I have a I have a question. Wasn't there about? Mm, I'm guessing the time frame. Maybe four or five months ago, a rash of missing children in Virginia area. Did you remember hearing anything about that? I nope. heard a little bit about it. I didn't hear a lot. I heard a little mm-hmm. bit, but see, that's the only, that's the interesting thing too. You you're not hearing um, a lot about these these um, cases. I want and it, may, it really makes you wonder why, and especially oh, with, the, with the with the, um, the the parts, the body parts missing and stuff. You know, it's 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 not good. Talking about the sixteen-year-old girl in Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I know what Mrs. Magonia was talking about. The girls, the Hispanic girls that they were finding in Virginia, mm-hmm. and it was like uh, a gang or something they called them. They said mm-hmm. they had, there was a gang or something that was doing whatever they were doing to them, and they were finding them. Really? That's what you're talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of them are I runaways. Know the details. Runaways or walkaways or living in a house, it don't really matter. And then a lot of people, being, they, they find people being hung again, too. So sounds like something fishy. And some of them is runaways more than one time, too, Eric. Oh, so that, does that mean you just stop looking for them because they ran away from home a couple of times? Well, if you don't done it three or four times, I mean, what do your authorities, local authorities look at? <sighs> Okay, so let's see. So the parents, what the parents is the parents gonna stop looking to? Just stop looking for them. You ran away two or three times. Okay, just let you go. Wherever you end up, you end up. That's the that's the that's the way you you you're thinking, right, Pianki? I ain't never had that problem. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Can we get can we get beyond you for a moment and think about no, others? No, he's all about can me. Can you do that, please? He's the only one. He's the only one on this planet, and he can't comprehend. <laughs> you know, so when you have a parent who has a child that run away and run away and run away, and you call the police every time, the police would expect for you to do your own homework to try to find out where they are. Maybe it was where they were found last time, but that's not one hundred percent of the cases. But it is a part of the cases, as reported. Now well, he's just wrong with the child in St. Louis. There's something wrong with a society that has 750,000 children missing every year, 500 are recovered, 200,000 are never to be heard of again. There's something seriously wrong with a society that has that going on, in my view. And and also, Mr. South, since you haven't been on, you know that, what was that um, that coach that was messing with those those young boys and he went to prison? 
Sandowski. And then his son turned around and did the same thing, and they never said a word. <laughs> well, yes, they did. They got um, I think they got the the um, the former president or athletic director. I think they mm-hmm. they just arrested him and finna put him behind bars. And his uh, over the Yeah. How uh, can? I mean, it's like fathers uh, in the house, and then they doing the same thing as daddy doing. Yeah. Yeah. So I might have messed up in that house. <laughs> you, you know what, what Maze? You, you have to say about that one, Pianchi. You, you have a very good point there, Maze. Somebody, mm-hmm. something that started at a young age, and as they got older, you know, they just passed it on. You know? That's why you have to be, you know what, though? That's why, as a parent, you have to be involved with your kids, man, whatever they're doing. You know what I mean? You have to know what's going on. Don't just be dropping your kids off thinking oh, they ain't good hands or what have you. Don't do that. When the kid is growing up and then you have one, you make sure you don't stay at school, no teacher. Nope, 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 nope. By yourself, nope. Don't be in no room if you want to play sports. No way. If somebody that in there with you, you go when they leave. Everybody leave, you leave at the same time. Because mm. they put a lot of pressure on those kids that's in sports to make them get where mm. they want to go. And then when it comes to the end, look what they, what, you know, they've done to them. Parents be dropping off skin and grinning. Oh, he let him start. He let him do this. Like, mm-hmm. You better check behind it. That is so true. Um, is it me or has there been a, a rash lately of um, teachers sleeping with students? I mean, <laughs> I mean it, what's, what's going on with that? Huh? I don't know. Well, I don't know if it's been a rash lately, but that's been going on for a number of years, maybe even a decade, mm-hmm. off and on. But this man, they're looking for He's old. And I wonder if they're going to put well, him in prison when they catch him. Well, probably. It depends on how much money he has. Yeah, that's a good point, too. A year, and then they send him on back home. But don't tell him I need to be put away for life. You know, you know what, though? If I was him, I'd go to Utah. Go and be a Mormon. (laughs) But, you know, on a serious tip, though, you know, I I really don't understand that. You know, how do you become... Attracted to a 14, 15 year old I'm not understanding that But then again You know what I, I take that back Because I know I've seen they, always... No no look I've oh. seen some 14 and 15 year old That you wouldn't know Was 14 and 15 You know And, and that's because of the, the clothes they're wearing The makeup, the hair You know what I mean And, and the, mm-hmm. definitely the bodies So but But still <laughs> But you, you know, talk, you wanted to talk about history. You wanted to talk huh? about history. You wanted to talk about history and the kids in the classroom. Back in the day, what did you think they did to the little slave girl before she was age of age? It's just in their Amen. nature. Something they like to do. It's young children. Hmm. Mm. Well, don't forget, uh, Mister Talk. This goes all the way back to Greece. It, it's mm. called pedastry. So mm. it's an accepted part of their culture. Hmm. Evidently, but they just been keeping it on the down low, and now it's being exposed. And uh, American it, culture, it, in my view, just whatever is worth, uh, this culture is in decline. <laughs> I agree with that. I, I really do. <laughs> yes, I do agree with that. Ooh. 
if this culture is in decline, then what? What, what, what what's going to happen after that? We just I don't know. know. Crystal ball. <laughs> I guess that depends on people and what they, you know, what they can choose to do about <laughs> it. You know, <laughs> yeah. When they get mm-hmm. mad out of the madness, I guess they'll change and do right. <laughs> exactly. It depends mm. on a whole lot of things, a whole lot of yep. different things, because there's a whole lot of different people and a whole lot of different people see things differently. So, yep. but the problem is the way they're teaching the children now. Uh, man, they're not even going to know. They're not, they're just gender confusion. Uh, uh, just all kind of craziness. So I don't know what's going to mm. happen. It's, it's, they're going to turn around and say, we did this. We? Say what? They're going to turn around and say, it's the black culture. They'll say, we did this. We made it like this. They blame us for everything else. Well, you know, they, they, they've done the damage already. They, they, I mean, the damage is done. If you don't believe me, look at all these little he-she's running around here. Talking about they, they want to be a part of um, sororities and carrying on. Um, <laughs> but it all came out of that. I mean, it all I mean, came out of that Catholic church. Huh? It all came out of the altar. Look at all the little altar boys. What you think happened to them? Mm-hmm. I mean, this, one, this country almost went to went to went down because of all of that stuff that happened to those those kids. And so, what do you think they at now? Mm-hmm. The impact from from that going on for probably decades upon decades, you know, not being uh, openly known about in, you know, in society. And then that's permeating now down into all parts of the society, including the politics. I mean, that's very prevalent, they say, up on the hill. Mm, yeah, oh yes, yeah. when they used to have what you call those pages and stuff when they had to get them out of mm-hmm. Yeah, midnight mm-hmm. tours with his, his teenage tour tours for boys <laughs> at twelve o'clock midnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's American culture. <laughs> I guess that's what Peacock should call it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I call that a so when we when we see all of this, it's just coming to unfold from back when it happened. And they're just coming out to fruition from what happened back in the day, and that's where they came from. Mm. And that's yeah, all they know. Well, they had it hidden, didn't they, Maze? <laughs> yes, and that's all they know, and they're just coming out. And the, and the cause of it, they don't want to look at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't want to look at it at all? Nope. Nope, not where it came from. Mm. Okay. Well... You may have a point there, Maze. You just might have a point there. You know, that's sad, though. That, that really I know is. Where it come from, Eric? Where it come from, Eric? <laughs> and whose business is that? And who's supposed to do that? Who's supposed to research that? And for what? Okay, P. Yankee, we know it, you don't have anything to do with that, so we, we're not even going there with you. Um... No, we really aren't. Um, but you know what? I I, I I just thought about that, Sister Golden. You are so right because it went, it goes way back, back, back. And then actually in Saudi Arabia, you know, they have these these kids, the, the jockeys, the run, you know, for their camel races, and uh-huh. it's it's very, it's very prevalent for them to to um be um have sex with those young boys. So yeah, uh, I see. How you know it's, that? It's been Where's the proof what? of that? That's just some more hearsay out there, man. How do you have proof of everything you think you know? 
Every time that. somebody else say something, they got to have proof. How is this? How is this? You have no proof. You talk about that these 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 sorties are having. Where is where is that proof at? Go to the country. I mean, you got a website. You got a website that has teachers that's been go, having sex go, with go children. To the that go has to, been convicted of that. That's proof. Go to Saudi Arabia. In the same place your proof I is where well. Burke on Most somebody of white women. on somebody. What? Right, Most did. of them white women. What are you talking about? Most of them are white females. Go no, to the website. Teachers have that's been convicted. Yeah, that's like being convicted. Those that should have been convicted are still walking around doing it again. <laughs> you know, one one teacher in fact got convicted and her and the boy ended up getting married. She had two kids. Yeah, I remember that one, Eric. I remember that yeah. one. And what are most of the pedophiles? Are they women or men? Mm, I think it, I think you really don't have a true number um, of that maze. They don't want one. And, and the reason why, and the re- <laughs> no the reason why, you know, boys ain't gonna, you know, say too much about it compared to, you know, uh, being a man. Mm-hmm. If it's a man and you know, girl, woman, you know, yeah. yeah. But you know what? When you look at society and and the gender gender thing where you know boys want to be girls girls want boys they want to be androgynous they want to be a, a binary you know it's you just don't know what you're getting into now and and I think that's that's part of the issue that this country has and nobody and nobody really wants to talk about it they really don't you got the you got the um the lesbians they are in full force now especially in the military of course we didn't talk about the the, the gay men um, pedophiles, you know, just I mean, it's, it's Sodom and Gomorrah almost all over again when you think about it, you know. But the bad, the, the sad part about it is, it's affecting the black community more than anything because when you go that way, what you're talking about, reproduce, reproduction, that's not going on in the natural way, of course. So, yeah, I, I can see where, um, you know, that, that can be doing some serious harm. Yes, Maze, I heard you. Yes, because when they use Drew Jenner as a poster man to turn into a woman, now that's American. That is downright <laughs> nasty and ugly. You know what? <laughs> that, that, that was just nasty and ugly. I mean, they should have done no, 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 no. Uh uh-uh. uh. But Bruce is going to have to get his prostate checked. I don't care what he's going to turn into. You got to get what? He's gonna get have to get his prostate checked. I don't care what he turned into. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a person say one time say they want to be a woman, but when they sit on that table, they're gonna be treated like a man. <laughs> so people people buying into that hype, like no, no, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. ah, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what? It's the trend. That's not funny. That's not funny. funny. No, if you're not. a man, it should be. No, that's not funny at all. <laughs> if you had your prostate checked, no, that ain't that funny. That's all I'm gonna say about that one. Okay. You know, you know why, why we're laughing though. But um, men should start having this checked. You know, I say around forty, forty-five though. I really do. You know, with the stuff we put in our bodies now, we have to, we have to. You know. And um, 
No, I'm coming up. I'm coming up for my um my checkup here pretty soon. So uh. <laughs> and that's all I'm gonna say about that. Because uh, it ain't no good one. But anyway, um, you know, we we talked a lot about you know some everything today. So since okay. we got a little bit of time left, what's on y'all mind? What y'all want to talk about? Give me something. I mean, we want to talk. Do we want to talk about the missing people keep coming up in Russia that's supposed to testify against Putin and have information on Trump? (laughs) Oh my my! Wow, (laughs) Eric, you're bringing me up to date. I've been focused (laughs) elsewhere lately. Don't get bigger and bigger every day. (laughs) And these jokers, and these jokers keep disappearing and dying and having mysterious Uh, heart attacks and things like that. Yeah, and in fact, he just put one. Putin just put somebody in jail today. Oh, that uh, was an American over there trying to start some uh, start a ruckus over there. You know. Yeah, well. Had Putin people. put him behind mm-hmm. bars. He yeah, he is. put him behind bars. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's gonna be there in about mm-hmm. sixteen days. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, and you look at this, you're like, okay, you know, what's behind all this? You know, I know they were gonna say where's Trump and the Russians, you know, controlling the the, the election or whatever. But I think it's more behind this than that, just that. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, and those that are mysteriously disappearing, <laughs> I think that you know they, they're they're being shut up. They're being you know taken care of, as you say, loose ends. Let's take care of the loose ends. Um, and it, the, the funny part is, you know, all of them have some connection with Trump and Putin and, you know, all this other stuff. So, ooh, it's a scary world out there. You have to be careful, man. Sure is. Sure is, because I was just sitting here thinking about all those missing bankers, not missing bankers, but, you know, bankers Mm. dying mysteriously and physicists. I don't know what the Mm. number is up to now. I'm sure it's still growing. Do you know, Eric? No, I I don't. I know. I What's don't know. Man? Huh? What's the man? The richest man that died. The richest man in the world. What was his oh, name? Oh, David Rockefeller. Yeah, he mm-hmm. died. I'm like, uh, that that's just dead. They're gonna live forever. Can't take the money with him. Hey, yeah, but he done passed down. You believe that? He done passed it down. That's what I said. I guess. Hey, he you know what though? <laughs> you know, you know what? Thinking about that people missing. Just think about that. Um, what the Malaysia flight 370? They still haven't found. Three years, mm-hmm. what is it, three years now? They still haven't found that plane, but there was a lot of scientists and, and, and things on yeah, that plane. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they ain't found China. Flight 93 yet. From China. I wonder what they were going to do. That we know yeah. of. They don't tell yeah. us everything. Flown, flight 93 haven't been found, Eric. That we know mm. of. They don't tell us everything they know. Mm. Yeah, that's true. You know, it I have a question. True. I wonder who is going to take David Rockefeller's position. You know, they got to fight over. No, it's a successor out there. So, I mean, I'm sure that's that's been talked about. As far as what um, I'm sustained going, David Rockefeller has well, been a, a great philanthropist for black people. But you I know, got, I got um, Sister talking, y'all. Go ahead, Sister Ngoni. Well, you asked the question. What was uh-huh. your question? Sorry. Um, who's going to take over what in regarding to what from David Rockefeller? 
Well, I was thinking, you know, when I was doing my little research, uh, David Rockefeller's name came up in every capacity that I looked in. Education, uh, he donated the land for the United Nations, uh, the medical, uh, he created the American Medical Association. I mean, so everywhere I looked, he was there and Mm. instrumental in some way. Uh, and as far as him being a philanthropist, uh, as far as the uh, black historically black colleges, well, that's another form of control. Uh, you know, they control education and everything. So, you know, he's very influential uh, in the hierarchy, and I, I would just find it interesting to know who, you know, will be his uh, replacement. Hmm, that's a good question. I, I thought was Go ahead, David Rockefeller has been a good philanthropist. Did you know that Queen Elizabeth Good is a relative? Uh, Mr. Mm-hmm. Talk. Huh? What you say, Maze? Did you know the Queen? Did you know Queen Elizabeth is going to have a grand grandchild out of wedlock, and it's going to be a black kid? Who? Who, Maze? Say that again, Maze. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth's grandson is having a baby with a black woman. Oh, what's his name? Yeah, the one that likes the party. Oh no, which one? Um. One like the I party, Harry or William? What's yeah, one, yeah. Harry? No? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I don't know which one. I think it's Harry. Oh, well, okay. I hope the same thing don't happen to him that happened to Princess Diana, you know, when she got with that Arabian or whoever he was. Yes, that's what mm-hmm. I think. She's having 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 I'm going to get him a black woman. Well, we just ripped gossiping pretty good today, aren't we, Eric? Yeah. Yeah, we doing good today. (laughs) 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 There's so much crazy stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) God, it's really something else. Um, you know, that's a good question, though, Sister Ingonia. I guess the the, we'll say Rothschilds, but then again. Huh. That's very oh, interesting. I think it'll be somebody in the Rockefeller line. That's what I think it'll be. Think so? What? Uh, yeah, but I, I bet you it'll be somebody in the Rockefeller family line, but I just wonder who. Now, who is that that testified in front of the, um, the uh, Congress? It was, he was, No, I might be getting him mixed up. I think he was a Rockefeller, uh, younger, much younger. Um, I can't think of his name, man. He testified that they shouldn't have put the Internet up. Um. <laughs> Can you name some Rockefellers besides David? If you say the name, I'll know who it is. Oh, I don't even know. I, can who, I, don't know. I can't think right off who, who, <laughs> what that man's name is. Jay, Jay, Jay Rockefeller. Jay. Jay? Uh-huh. You know who I'm talking about? Not right offhand, but no. Oh. Go ahead. No, no, fill me in, fill me in. Well, there's not too much to fill in. It's just that I remember that he testified in front of Congress saying they shouldn't have never put the Internet up. Mm. Jay Rockefeller. Mm-hmm. I think it's – yeah, he's a Rockefeller. Okay. And he's wow. instrumental in, in – um, you know, and he's instrumental behind the scenes. You know, I mean, he's he's a power broker. Mm-hmm. And he's younger. Right. Uh, it's a speculation on my part, just curiosity, that's all. Yeah, but a lot of them old. A lot of them old. A kicked off last month and this month. <laughs> oh, and didn't one of somebody else die in a a Rockefeller die in an airplane? 
crash too, right after he died. Okay, I missed. Oh, I know that. Another one died also? I was told that a young um, Rockefeller, right at the same time the old man died, died in a plane crash. Hmm. Yeah, when stuff like that starts, I don't, I don't think those are coincidences. I don't need <laughs> you know. that. Same thing I said, Eric. Okay, I'm going to look it up. Yeah, I don't think, you know, huh. that's, that's an interesting little thing. Joker was 101 years old. Money, boy, money line as far as you can, huh? And how many uh, heart transplants did he have? I don't know, but the new way didn't work. That's why he died. <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, that's what they said. Um, I don't know how many he had. So three or four of them. Three or four of them, I think. Okay. I mean, really, really, that that that's way wow, wow. I guess okay, that was money. But, you know. Huh? I'm sorry. The plane crash comes up in a, uh, one in 2014, so that wasn't. Uh, Okay. I don't see anything, you know, recent uh, in 2017 when he passed March 20th. So the mm-hmm. only other thing I see coming up of a, of a Rockefeller dying in a plane crash is, is dated in 20, 2014, it says here. Mm, okay. Eric, how and do I, you uh, say that that's unusual? Uh, you got unusual. women that have that many abortions. What do they got what are you talking about, P.A.? You said that uh, the multiple heart transplants that he had is unusual, or it's ridiculous. Is that what you said? Okay, and where did abortion come in? What's what's ridiculous about that? You sitting on the fence somewhere, talking about You know what, Pianki? You know. I mean, is that really ridiculous? Some people had that many knee operations. Eric, that depends on where he got his heart from. Say what, um, Sister Ngoni? That depends on where he got his heart from. I guess you got a point there. I guess you got the point. Organ harvesting is quicker than waiting on one, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I got you. I got you. I got you. That's the Boy, I tell you. But you, 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 man, you have to watch yourself around him, boy. No, I, I'm serious, man. Joker's still in body parts. You know, you, you say the wrong thing. They're liable to put you in behind bars for a while. I mean, teachers sleeping with, 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 the, with the students. You know. Yeah, you got coaches, you know, molesting boys and Golly, it's just cuckoo around, cuckoo for cocoa puffs around here. <laughs> Good Lord, <laughs> you know, eventually we gonna get to peace and happiness, but I don't think that's coming anytime soon. Apparently, I do. I think it is. You do? I okay. think it's manifesting as we speak. I think there's two things going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. I'm I, I'm so glad you have. Well, Eric, how about that. them idiots going over, calling themselves rescuing dogs from South Korea, that was being about to be slaughtered? Don't you think that's kind of idiot? Yeah, 
Huh? I, I think um, you know, if they want to rescue the dogs, because some folks treasure a dog's life more than they treasure a human life. So if that's what they want to do, let them do it. You know, I'm sure South. I mean, Korea got more dogs to eat. You know, it's, it's, it's whatever. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I love dogs. I, you know, but I, you know, that don't that, that, that well, doesn't do it. Eat pig, put them on the grill. Okay. I don't know nobody. I don't if know nobody pig, having no pigs. I don't. I don't. All of those things. I don't see people having those as pets. Well, you know, they have the pot belly pigs. Some some people have the pot belly pig. Pigs, but you're but right, May. But but see see. <laughs> you know, as as far as that. Them rescuing those animals. I mean, that's that's what we do now. That's what the people do now. Um, they rather like rescue animals. Piglets, they are the, rescue piglets are the fifth more common pet in the country. <clears throat> so I don't see why come they're so concerned about these countries that have dogs as a casino. But I guess they do. Maybe yeah. we need to go over there and start uh, getting in the market and sell them to them. I know they didn't go get them You just free. need to leave those people be what they're doing in their own countries and mind their own business. Yeah, leave, them alone. leave them alone. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and they can you go know, back home and be in peace. You don't have to have a wall. That's interesting because usually all that happens up in north, you know, up north. That's so, in South Korea. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying in the north part of South Korea, that's where usually that cuisine is, is more prominent than, you know, down south. I see Oregon. where blacks in Chicago. Is picketing that one Korean business, which I guess was associated as a franchise with the one where the owner was you know, down you in know, Florida, where they caught the girl in a headlock. That was, I, I guess know, she was allegedly was, shoplifting. You know what's so she interesting? Was not, she, wasn't, she didn't even have nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. Always assuming. That's right. Just like other people. Huh? Always yeah. assuming. Well, you know. There's nothing new. I mean, either oh. any one of us can walk in the store. Uh, uh, depends on what kind of store you walk in, and you notice people following you. But I tell you, just how you you know how to fix that? You just turn around and say, "May I help you? Is, are you lost or something?" You know, and you know, and, and, you, know you surprise them, and they just go on about their business. You know what I do? Huh? What? I tell them, uh, if you think I'm stealing, then you got a problem behind me. I don't need to be in your store. And get back. I want a second emotion, maybe. <laughs> Nothing in that I got to have. That'll work, too. That'll work, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. I do not go back to your store. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Um, wow. All right, y'all. Well, I'm going to get out of here. I got something to do. Um, I'm going to get your last word. You're breaking up again, right. man. What kind of phone you got this time? Anyway, anyway, um, hold on, Pinky, go to give me your ass since you must say. I can't, if you talk to me, I can't hardly hear you. <laughs> okay, give me your last words. You can't hear me? That's okay. better. All right, give me last words. Yeah, run a constant schedule, will you? I'll talk to you later. Mm-hmm. Peace out.
Uh, all right, Maze, you're up. Well, it was a nice conversation today, Mr. Talk. Yes, it was. I, I enjoyed it. Sometimes you just let things go over your head, and some people got to go over your head and ignore them and go on and have some conversation. Yeah, have a good one. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Maze. <laughs> and last but not least, Sister Ingo. <laughs> nice to have you back, and I enjoyed the show, and hope you'll be back soon. Again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I know. Take care now. All righty. Thank you. Um, all right, y'all. Um, you know, it wasn't my intention to miss the show Friday. However, you know, I helped my aunt pass, so, you know, I had to deal a little bit with that um, Friday. You know, she passed Thursday night, late Thursday night. So that's why I wasn't on the air Friday, okay? Just so you know. All right, but that's it. Been fun. Remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest and best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. Because if you laugh at yourself, everything else is just You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, so we're going to take you out of here with some DJ Luke Nasty. I'm on the way. And I'll see y'all Friday, man. Enjoy your sad week. Bye. Cause I ain't had that pussy in a minute, in a minute I told her when I get it, I'ma hit it, I'ma hit it She told me that she want it, I'll be there when I finish Oh, girl, I'm on the way, ay How'd you let the club and I'm about to make a play I'm on the way, wait She told me that she cooking, I said gonna make a plate I'm on the way, ay, ay, ay I'm on the way, ay, ay, ay I'm on the way, ay, ay, ay I'm on the way, ay, 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 uh, ay, 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 I'm on the way, you know you on my mind I see you getting thick from behind in them thighs She looked at me like Nala, said, nigga, why you lying? Girl, with all that shake, it might as well come with fries Love it when she cooks steak and taters on the side That grown woman, she might as well add some wine She like, baby, hurry up, so we can take our time Fine, I'ma call you in the nigga outside hey. Hello? Where you at? I'm coming Baby, where Damn. are you? Let me get my charger out of the outlet. Mr. Where are you at? Baby, let me finish putting on my outfit. I'm going to be honest, I ain't even at uh, the house. Doing 80 and a 60 ticket. Because I ain't had that pussy in a minute, in a minute. I told her when I get it, I'm going to hit it, I'm going to hit it. She told me that she wanted, I'll be there when I finish. Oh, girl, I'm on the way. Hey. How'd you let the club and I'm about to make a play? I'm on the way. Wait. Told me that she cooking, I said gonna make a plate, I'm on the way, ay, 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 ay. 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 Look, in 09, we used to get high, baby. Low-key, we were like Bonnie and Clyde, baby. It was plain as day, we still tried to hide them. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.